What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of this awesome podcast. If you are new here, hello. My name is Jess and I am your host for this potty. Thank you guys all so much for tuning in again this week. I am very excited for today's episode. And I know I literally say that about every single episode, but I just love, I love doing this. I love talking about things. It's just awesome. It's makes me like in such a good vibes. I love it. But I'm very, very, very excited for today's topic. We've got a lot to it, a lot of stuff to address. But first, before we get into it, life updates for you all. So if you don't know, and I say this in every single episode because it's so fucking exciting, in I think it's about six weeks now, or maybe five weeks by the time this podcast gets up, but in a, in a couple of weeks, end of May, I am going to Europe for three months and I'm going to be backpacking, which is so fucking excited. I am very, very, very rowdy for this adventure. But my mum, she did French in year 12, so she has been teaching me a bit of French. So I can basically say, hello, my name is Jess and I'm 19 years old. Now, I might absolutely butcher this, like it might be the worst pronunciation ever, but bonjour, je m'appelle Jessica, je suis 19 ans. So that's, hello, my name is Jess and I'm 19 years old. I can also say, how are you? And that is, comment allez-vous? And then... If, and then when you get asked that, you'll be like, très bien, merci. And then you can say, et toi, which is, and you. I just love it. Oh, fuck, the language is so fucking pretty. And then like, aidez-moi, that's help me. I knew oof, which is egg, which is <laughs> very useful to know. But oh, I just love it so much. So I cannot wait to get over there and use a bit of French around. But yeah, there's that. And then what else has been happening in my life? Oh, recently I've been looking at my tattoos and I've been like, "Mm, not going to lie, I kind of want some more. I'm not going to get any before I go, but wouldn't it be so cool if I got a tattoo over there? Like, it would be so fucking cool. And I've been looking at like my hip area and I'm like, yeah, I definitely think one of my next tattoos is going to be on my hip. I don't know what, I don't know where. But, and I definitely on my hip and I also want like a small one on my wrist. So we've got, we've got some, a couple things, couple ones, couple ideas we've got in our head that will happen either while I'm there towards the end, I presume, because I'll want to swim or, or when I get back. So very exciting times. I fucking love tattoos. Literally, I have absolutely no regrets about my tattoos. They are literally my favorite thing ever. But basically, that's really all the life updates I have for you guys. Nothing too intense. My body is literally so fucking sore because I have been to the gym and I've, I feel like recently I've kind of been like stepping back from the gym a little bit because I've been focusing more with movement on other things. Like I'm not saying that I'm, I'm not moving. I I still am just doing it in different ways just to test it out, trial and error, see if I can find something different because why not? Like there's nothing wrong with that. But I've been, I've gone the past two days and yesterday I worked upper body. Today I did legs and my whole body is so sore. Like literally after today, I had to lie on the ground just in the middle of the gym for about five minutes, just staring at the ceiling. And I was, I was just dead. I was so gone. But I'm currently recording this in front of a mirror and my guns are looking kind of big. So 
Literally the biggest flex I think of my entire life is the fact that I can do a pull up. I just, it's so cool. I love it. I love it, love it, love it. I mean, I can do two, but even just to do one, I mean, it took me fucking months to get there. Like I mean months. I worked my ass off to get there, but now that I can do one, it's just like, oh, it's, I just feel like such a badass in the gym when I roll up and I just do a pull up. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. We'll see that. Anyway, 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 enough about all the life updates. Let's hop into today's episode. And obviously if you pressed on this, you would have seen the title. So we're going to be talking about how to uncomplicate friendships, basically how to navigate friendships, because I feel like there's a lot to them. It's definitely a lot different as you get older in life, as you head towards being an adult. There's a lot more that comes into play. Like when you're kids, it's kind of just like, oh, like you go to school together and, you know, you just like bonding over your imaginary friends and little soft toys. And then you go home and you have little play dates with each other. And it's like, there are things around you that are pushing you together. Like there's sports, there's school there's you know when you go to parties like there's there's situations where you're pushed together to like make friends or can like continue your friendships maintain them but when you get older especially when you get out of school that kind of goes away like it's it's up to you to make friendships it's and things become a little bit more complicated a little bit more difficult I'd say but I'm here to help you uncomplicate them because I've definitely learned a lot about friendships in my time going from being someone who didn't really have many good friends, had social anxiety to now being surrounded by like-minded people that I love. Like I've, I've had my fair share of experiences. I've learned a lot of things. So I want to share them with you guys today. And I guess what sparked this whole topic and me talking about it today is so if if you've been here, I guess since the start or since a couple of episodes ago, I you would know that I moved from Melbourne. So I am a, an, a oh my god, can I speak? I'm an original Melbourne girl, but I've moved up to the Gold Coast because oh, why the fuck not? It's so nice up here. I'm absolutely loving it. But because of that, I had to leave a lot of my friends behind, and I've definitely learned a lot by doing that. But also, since I've come up here, I have met so many people. I'm like, um, that's not an understatement. Like, so many people. I literally, I've gotten to the point now where you tell me your name. I can't even remember after like five minutes of talking because I've just met so many people that the name just goes one ear and out the other. Literally, there was this girl and I saw her multiple times. Like, I'm saying like four times. And like the fourth time I saw her, I was like, I, I can't ask for your name now. Like that's, I, it's too far gone. It's too far gone. And then I was in this group and I had to like introduce her and I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> so I, I managed to like wiggle my way out of actually saying what her name was. But then afterwards I was like, I'm so sorry. What's your name again? <laughs> but she was like, oh my God, don't even worry. Like I experienced the exact same thing. So I know I'm not alone, but it's so hard to remember people's names, especially when you meet so many people. But I've met <clears throat> these like two girls up here and it's just like, they relate to me so much. They are so alike me. They inspire me. They motivate me. They make me a better person. And 
it's just been so refreshing to have those people in my life. So I guess that's why I wanted to talk about today's episode, just because I know, I know what it's like to be stuck in a friendship that you feel like is holding you back. You feel like you're the dominant one and you're not getting treated the way you deserve and you know I've been through the situations where you've drifted away from people and I've been through the situations where people do shitty things to you and it's hard because like what are you supposed to do so I've been through it all and I want to share my experiences and my seven I've got seven tips written down seven tips to help guide you through through navigating friendships and let's just uncomplicate them because they don't have to be as hard they don't have to be as hard as to as what we think and I want to normalize some things because there's so much stuff when it comes to friendships that is not normalized so I want to normalize some stuff so let's hop into it first of all we have to start at my journey with I guess high school is a good place to start a good place to start So we all know when it comes to high school or just primary school, high school, any school really, you're basically forced to be friends with those people that you go to school with because you kind of have no choice. It's either you're friends with them or you're friends with nobody. High school is very much surrounded by popularity. So you do whatever you try, like whatever you possibly can do to fit in, be cool, not be rejected, basically to be popular because we all in high school, primary school, high school, I feel like high school mainly, we all just want to be cool. We want people to think we're cool. We want people to want to be friends with us. We just want to be popular and it's hard. It's hard being shoved into a situation, an environment where you have to be friends with these people, even though they may not necessarily align with you. Like it's not an easy thing to go through. It tests you. It tests your morals, your values. It tests your limits. But for me, going into high school, I like year seven, it was so drama filled. Like it was just drama, drama, drama. We my friendship group was constantly causing drama every single five seconds. But that's just because we thought that was what high school was about. Especially me, I went into it thinking that, you know, you have to cause drama. Like that is how you survive. And I feel like I thought that especially because, you know, all these movies depict that there are mean girls and that you have to be a bitch and like that's what makes you popular. And I was so naive at that point. I was so young, so innocent. I didn't really know any difference. So, like me and my whole friendship group, I'd say basically all the girls in the grade as well, but we would always just cause drama and like, oh, she didn't talk to me. And at like when we went into class, so we're going to be mad at her now. Let's all gang up on her. Oh, she didn't hug me. So like, she's a bitch. Get out of my face. Like it was just dumb, petty shit like that. And like, oh, I don't want to be friends with her anymore. So let me cause a scene. Stuff like that. Like, it's just so doesn't have to be there and I see in my younger cousin she is going through literally the exact same thing as what I was going through like just all the constant drama and it's so hard because it's it's like young girls they're mean I mean boys too but like they cause drama they start shit that's just the nature of being a young teenage girl but once you get older once you grow up you'll realize that it's fucking exhausting and that it's stupid and that you would much prefer to be a nice person and avoid the drama than be involved in it all the time and that was definitely what happened to me I went from like year seven year eight to being mad in the drama I was obsessed with it obsessed with the obsessed with the gossip I wanted to be you know relevant I wanted to be in with all of what was happening 
But then as I started to age, as I started to go through high school, I began to realize that this is fucking stupid. It's so exhausting. I'm not here to fight with people. I'm not here to cause drama, to be in drama. I just want to like have peace. I'm so sick of it. So I definitely started to drop out of that a lot. And I feel like everybody around me did as well. Like as you grow older, I feel like it's just something that happens. You just mature. It's maturity. You realize that that doesn't fucking matter anymore. And you also figure out your morals. Like I feel like when you first go into high school, you don't really know what kind of person you want to be. You don't know what your morals are, what your values are. You also don't know what kind of people you want to be sur- like to surround you. you. You're just a bit naive. But then as you get older, you realize you grow and you're like, oh, I actually don't want to be a shitty person because I don't know what they're going through. They may be really struggling. So I'm just going to spread kindness because why would I want to be a shit person to someone? You know what I mean? So you really start to grow and I definitely faded out of all the drama. I just couldn't be fucked with it. And then as I got later into high school... I really started to struggle with my depression and my social anxiety and I would walk into a room, think that everybody fucking hated me. I didn't really speak. I didn't really think what I had was valid to say. So I just wouldn't talk basically. And at, you know, recess and lunch or our breaks, I would either sit in my friendship group and not speak or I would go to the bathroom and cry. Now, this was Definitely because of my social anxiety and my depression, I was just very insecure at this time in my life. I didn't have a lot of confidence. Therefore, I just felt like everybody fucking hated me because I hated myself, right? That was just how that worked. But I also think it was because of the people I was surrounded by. I realized now that I've done a lot of reflection on it, but I've realized that I also felt that way because my friendship group, the people I was friends with was because my ex was friends with them so my boyfriend at the time was friends with them therefore I became friends with his friends and there that led me to not really feel like I belonged like yes I had people around me but they they didn't feel like my people I didn't really connect with them they weren't people that I would hang out with outside of school like I so I would kind of just see them as peers in a way and I feel like this led me to feel very, very, very lonely because I, di- I just didn't really feel like I had people close to me. And I had one really, really, really good friend at the time. And I was like really good friends with her basically all throughout high school. But when I left school, so when I finished school, it was over. I It was such a good time because I could choose who I wanted my friends to be. I could choose what relationships I wanted to put effort into because I no longer had to because I was stuck going to school with them every single day. Like I could decide who I valued in my life and who I wanted to keep in my life. And Coming out of school, I actually distanced myself from that really good friend that I was talking about. And I did this because I started to realize that as much as I loved her and as much as we'd shared really good times, we weren't, we were heading in two very different ways. We were two very different people and I felt like we were holding each other back and our morals didn't really align anymore. And I guess I kind of, I just, it was, it was hard for me to still be friends with her. As shitty as that sounds, it was just hard. Like I, I felt myself struggling to do it. 
So I had to really take a step back and I still like hold so much love for her, so much respect, but it was what I had to do for my mental health and to put myself first. And if I wanted to grow as a person, I knew that I had to do that. So I was just kind of stopped hanging out with her and slowly I stopped talking to her and it's it's a really difficult thing because they may have done nothing wrong like they may not have done you wrong in a big enough reason to end the friendship but sometimes it's just what you have to do sometimes you just have to put yourself first and what is best for you is what is ultimately most important because you are the most important person in your life so as uh, even though they may have done nothing wrong, sometimes you just have to do it. And it sucks on their behalf. Like, I get it. It's kind of like, well, there's not, not really a reason to do it. But it's a part of life. Like, friendships fizzle out. People grow apart. And that's just life. I think we need to normalize this rather than thinking it's such a bad thing. Because it's really not. It just shows growth. It shows that we're all growing. And that's a really positive thing. Like, it's genuinely a really beautiful thing. Because you, you're growing into different people. And you're figuring out more stuff about yourself. You're learning. And I think that watching people flourish is honestly such a beautiful thing. So, at this time, yeah. I started to back away from that really good friend that I had. But then during year 12, I started to become really, really, really good friends with another girl. And it was so refreshing because she was so like me. And I guess during this phase of my life, though, I was very much in the party phase. Like I just wanted to get drunk and I wanted to go out clubbing. And it was good because we really connected on that level because we were both younger. And so when we turned 18, it was around the similar time. So, and this was after we graduated year 12. So we would always go out together, always drink together. And she literally lived like five minutes down the road from me, which was fucking awesome. I literally spent all year at her house. Like I was there all the time. I would pick her up on the way to the gym. Like it was just, it was such a good time in my life. So I started to find someone that I really valued in my life and started to find someone who, you know, was so alike me and I felt like they brought me up and gave me energy and it was just someone in my life that I just finally felt like I connected with and I wasn't friends with them just because I had to be I was friends with them because I wanted to be and then as the year went on so this was last year during my gap year basically which I'm now into my second one but but I I started to kind of feel like there was more out there for me. Like I knew that I was happy with where I was because I started to reconnect with two girls that I went to primary school with as well. And now they're like two of my best friends. I literally love them so much. But I started to feel like there was more out there for me. When like when you're in your hometown, it's like you're living in a bubble. It's like you know all the people you went to school with. That's all the gossip you hear about. It's just everybody you went to school with or the schools around you. Like, you kind of know everybody in your bubble. And I felt like I was sick of the bubble. I wanted to get out of the bubble because I knew that there was more people in the world. I knew that there was more connections I could make that were outside of the bubble. And I started to just feel a little bit trapped, a little bit like I just want to get out of here because I feel a bit suffocated and I just didn't, I just didn't want to be living in that situation anymore where I just hear the same shit about the same people and people who I don't even really value in my life. Like, it's just like the popular girls, the popular guys. Like, I just, I just want to adventure out, find more, make new connections with different people who are a lot more like-minded to me. Because at the time when I started to 
when it was like getting towards the end of last year, I started to really feel like I grew a lot and I felt like I was kind of growing apart from the people that I was friends with at this time. Oh, sorry about the cough. She's a little bit scratchy. Let me just take a sip of water. Okay, back to it. So yeah, I started, I started feeling like I was growing apart from these people again, even though I loved them so much, so much. And I still do. I just felt like I knew that I, there was more out there for me. And then I finally got the opportunity. It had been talked about for a long time, but it finally was happening. I got the opportunity to move up to the Gold Coast. And honestly, it has been like one of the best experiences of my life. I have grown so much as a person. When I first moved up here, I was like, I've healed myself. Like I've completely transformed myself. But now I have completely transformed myself from that girl I was when I first moved up here. Like in no way am I the same person, which is normal. You're constantly growing, you're constantly changing. You're constantly evolving into a new version of yourself. And I've that's what I've done. I'm evolved into a more confident person, a version of myself. When I first moved up here, I was very scared. I had no friends. Like, I only had my family. I didn't know anybody up here other than my family. So, it was kind of intimidating, kind of overwhelming to really, you know, how am I going to make friends? I was a little bit scared. I was like, yeah, well, I'll go to the gym, but how else am I really going to make friends? And then I started going to community events. And this get the shit out of me. It was so fucking terrifying, but... I, and if you don't know any, like some of the community events I go to, because if this is your first time listening, but I go to stuff, something like cold nips, which is like a sunrise swim. And then you go for a coffee after, and it's just to meet new people. I've been to ice baths. I've been to yoga and breath work. I go, I've, I go to on Sundays to this little like girls group that do all different activities. Like I, and I go to a walking group. I go to lots of things and at the start, when I first started doing it, it was so scary. I I really, I felt like I kind of struggled. Like I was confident, but I kind of struggled meeting new people. It wasn't something I was really used to because back in Melbourne, I didn't really have to do that. I'm just surrounded by the same people that I went to high school with. Like it's just your, it's just all you know. But then coming up here, it's like all these new different people and there was just so much change and I also really struggled with hanging out with people one-on-one because I had a lot of anxiety around it. I thought that they were going to think I was cringe. I was, you know, boring. I thought I might not have a good time. They might not have a good time. Like that was my insecurity starting to creep back in. And it's because I didn't really have much experience with hanging out with new people by myself. But after I started going to all these community events, I started to really make all these new different friends, all these different new connections with people who were so alike to me. And it was so refreshing, so nice. And then I started really pushing myself and I would, you know, message random people or message people I had only met once for like, I don't know, 20 minutes and be like, hey, do you want to hang out? Do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? And that honestly grew me so much as a person. And now like, I don't really find that scary anymore like messaging someone meeting them for the first time is not really terrifying to me anymore but the new the old me literally would have been shit scared like I would have I would have let my thoughts consume me and backed out 100% but now like it's just a whole new level of confidence that I never thought I was capable of achieving and 
I, the other day, actually hang, hung out with a girl who also has a podcast. It's Can You Shut Up Podcast. Go to give it a listen. It's really good. But anyway, we reached out to each other and we ended up hanging out. And it was so, like, the old me would have been terrified. Oh, my God, I'm hanging out with this person. Like, this is so scary. We're going for a walk. We're going for a swim. Like, what if she gets bored? What if it's really awkward? What if I want to leave? But the, the new me, I didn't really even think twice about it. I was like, this is going to be so fun. I'm so excited to meet someone else who has a podcast. And I went and it was such a good experience. And she is honestly such a beautiful soul. And it's just made me so grateful that I'm now surrounded by people who actually align with me. And I feel like share similar interests, are like-minded and... So I've been in a place where I felt like I had nobody to now being in, in a place where I feel like I have a lot of beautiful people around me who I can actually connect with. So that's kind of my story, how my friendship story growing up. But I now want to chat about my my tips that I would give to you if you're struggling with friendships or feeling like you don't know what to do because a lot of these things I feel like they're so they they're portrayed to be so negative but it's actually so normal so these are the these are the things I've learned the the advice that I would give to you so number one is that you should only be giving your energy to people that serve you there is no point in trying to continue a friendship if the person that you're in a friendship with makes you feel shit about yourself, drains you of energy, makes you feel like you're not good enough. I just want you to take a second to think about the friendships in your life. Can you think of someone who maybe drains your energy who makes you feel bad about yourself who you can't be yourself around because I feel like every one of us has at least one friendship that is like that and you know it may be because it's really hard to let go it may be because you've been friends with them for so long it may be because you have to be friends with them because you go to school with them whatever it may be I feel like we've all we've all had that friend or had a couple friends or still have that person it's not easy to say goodbye but it's so important to only give your energy to people who actually serve you, who make you feel alive, make you feel confident, make you feel motivated, inspire you. Because if you're giving your energy to people who don't do that for you, then you're just going to burn yourself out, exhaust yourself, and it's going to make you feel lonely. It's going to make you feel like a piece of shit because you're surrounding yourself by so much negative energy negative people who make you feel like you're not good enough when you fucking are so you should be surrounding yourself by people who make you feel like you're literally the best person in the world basically like who make you feel like you're on top of the world who make you feel really inspired to to like accomplish your goals make you feel like you can be yourself so that is my number one thing well the first one I should say is only give energy to the people who serve you in your life number two It is so beyond okay to put yourself first. I feel like this is literally shitted on so much and nobody really understands or thinks that it's a valid thing to do. But if you're in a friendship that 
Well, say for example, like the first one, this kind of follows on from the first one. If you're in a friendship that doesn't make you feel good, that makes you feel shit about yourself, you feel like you can't be in the friendship anymore, it's suffocating you or it's just making you feel really shit about yourself, then it's so fine to put yourself first. This is exactly what I did with the girl I went to high school with that was one of my really good friends at the time. She, like, I felt like we were just different people and... I had to put myself first. I had to, you know, slowly break contact because I I just didn't feel like the relationship was serving me anymore. And it was hard, but it's so important if you feel that way to put yourself first because you're going to come out a stronger person, but it's also going to force you to work on yourself. And it's also going to make it, make people who are meant for you fall into your life. Like I know it's hard putting yourself first, but when you're putting yourself first, you're making sure that, you know, you can be yourself in relationships. You're saying, hang on a second. You make me feel shit. You make me feel like I can't be myself. Therefore, I need to back away from you. So you respectfully put yourself first, back away from them, start hanging out with them less, start messaging them less, just start talking to them less. And then eventually you'll probably, you know, fizzle out. You'll stop, you'll stop talking. But once you do that, then you're opening your heart to people who you feel like you can be yourself with, to motivate you, who inspire you, who make you feel alive, who make you feel like you're worthy. It's like once you put yourself first, you're actually opening yourself to new opportunities, new, the ability to make new connections. And that is such a beautiful thing. But let's not shame people wanting to put themselves first because it's so normal. It's so normal to want to better yourself and if a friendship isn't serving you anymore it's normal to want to be like hey I can't do this anymore like I feel like I've outgrown you and we're not really right for each other anymore so I need to do what's best for me but I feel like it's just so is demonized the right word to use I don't know that could be the completely wrong word I could be talking about of spirit or something demon but I feel like we depict it that is such a bad thing but it's really not it's honestly I think such a beautiful thing because you're doing what's right for you because in the end it's you who is the most important person in your life and yet it may suck on their behalf but you have to do what's what's right for you and if that relationship that friendship is not serving you anymore then you have to put yourself first so don't make anybody feel make you feel like that's not a valid reason to let a friendship go go because 100% it is that was like my first relationship my only relationship my ex-boyfriend I felt like towards the end that we were just two different people we weren't really working anymore it was just not not going in the direction that I wanted to go so I said goodbye. I told him that I had to grow by myself. I had to be by myself. And it was a hard thing. You know, he said to me, I want to grow with you. I want to be there watching you grow. But I knew it was best for me to say goodbye and to be by myself. And that's the exact same thing as this situation. Relationships, friendships, it's the same thing. If if in your gut, you feel like you have to say goodbye, then that is exactly what you should do because you know yourself the best. And if you feel like this friendship isn't serving you anymore, then you need to take a step back and let it go and put yourself first and do what's best for you. So that is my number two tip. Number three is friendships fizzle out. 
let's fucking normalize this. Especially after high school, it is so fucking normal for people to grow apart. Friendships take their courses. Sometimes, you know, their courses, their course ends shorter than you think it may end, but it happens. They, you, you back apart. That's not even English. (laughs) You drift away. I should say you drift away from each other. And that is so fucking normal. Don't like, I feel like society again, makes it seem like it's such a bad thing, but it's genuinely not, especially after high school, you're entering the big wide world. You're, you're experiencing so many different things, things. And it's so normal because you take different directions in life. Some people go to uni, some people go to TAFE, some people do apprenticeships, some people don't go to uni, some people travel, like some people work for their families, like there's so many different directions and you meet so many new people depending on the direction you go. Like some people move interstate like me, I moved to a different state. So obviously some of the friendships I had back in Melbourne, they're going to fizzle out because you've outgrown each other. You're heading in two different directions and it's so normal. Let's not fucking make it seem like it's such a shitty thing because it's not. Again, I actually think that it's kind of a beautiful thing because you're growing as people. You're blossoming. You're flourishing into new identities that you haven't yet experienced, new, better versions of yourself. So there's absolutely nothing wrong with drifting away from people. It's a normal part of life. And I feel like if you expect to go through life without that happening, like it's just going to not work out for you relationships drift it's normal it just happens sometimes it's a little bit sad because you used to be so close to that person and now you're not anymore but it happens and majority of the time when that happens you'll have new people in your life you'll make new connections that you know may motivate you even more inspire you anymore they may be more more like-minded to the people you are now not that old version of yourself that you were when you were friends with those people So I just want to normalize the fact that friendships fizzle out, they run their courses and it's so normal to drift away from people when you're heading in two different directions. So that is number three. Number four, the right people will motherfucking find you. Holy shit. This is a huge one. I don't know why I'm clicking. (laughs) This is a huge one that I've learned in my time on this earth. So you've already heard my story. I don't need to repeat it, but... In high school, I felt like I was surrounded by people I didn't really connect with. I felt like I was only friends with these people because my ex-boyfriend was friends with them and I was forced to be friends with them because I went to school with them. I just, I felt quite lonely even though I had people around me. They were peers, but they weren't my people. I just, I didn't really connect with them on a deeper level. I wouldn't hang out with them outside of school. So because of this, like I said, I felt quite lonely. And then heading up to the Gold Coast... It's like made this concept so much more clear to me because once you open your heart, once you allow yourself to, you know, make new connections, put yourself out there, I'm telling you the right people will fall into your arms. But here's the thing, with this concept, you can't do nothing and expect your situation to change. Like if I was at just like still in Melbourne, still doing the exact same thing that I was doing, you know, like going to work and then going to the gym, repeating or going clubbing, I should say, going to work, going to the gym, going out on a Saturday night. And that's it. I feel like if anything, nothing would change for me. 
or it would take a very, very, very long time for the right people to get into my life. But I feel like back in Melbourne, I wasn't doing things that really aligned with me. You know, I hadn't, I wasn't doing this podcast that I really wanted to do. I wasn't going out for runs and going to the beach a lot, which I think like I love going to the beach as in just anything, swimming, surfing, sunrise swims, sunset swims, all of that stuff. I just feel like it just makes me connect to myself and makes me connect to nature and the earth. And I wasn't doing that in Melbourne because I didn't live close to the beach. I lived probably about like 45 minutes to an hour from the beach. It was hard to do that. And our beaches in Melbourne also fucking suck. So there's that as well. But if I just continue to live that life, I would still be in the situation I was feeling trapped, feeling suffocated. But coming up here, it's kind of the same thing. Like obviously coming up here, I had so many new opportunities to start a new life. But if when I moved up here, if all I did was just stick in my shell and just go to the gym and go to the beach and rely on people coming up to me to make friends, then I feel like it would take me a very, very, very long time to get to the place I wanted to be or the place I am now. But I pushed myself so far out of my fucking comfort zone. I went to community event after community event after community event. I spoke to random people. I just pushed myself so far out of my comfort zone. I hung out with people I have never met before, hung out with people one-on-one I've met like for like 10 minutes, gone to waterfalls with people, gone to adventures gone on adventures with people like I did so much to make sure that I put the right people I wanted in my life and you know what it paid off it motherfucking paid off I put in so much effort and I'm so proud of the place I am in my life now because I've surrounded myself with people who I connect with who make me feel inspired to live the life I want to who make me feel like my dreams are not like there's no limit who make me feel like I'm capable of achieving my goals, who I can do this fun stuff I like to do with, like go for a surf, go for a hike, go to a waterfall, go for an adventure. Like it's so refreshing to be surrounded by people who just inspire me so much and make me a better person. They make me a better version of myself. And it's just like, I feel like you have to go through it. You have to go through that drastic change to come out the other side and realize, oh yeah, like the right people will actually find me. So if you're in a situation right now where you feel stuck, you feel like there's people, the people in your life, the friends you're surrounded by, you just don't really get along with anymore. You feel like you're feeling a little bit trapped there. You have to be someone you're not to be friends with them. They make you feel like shit about yourself. I just want you to know that it's not going to be like this forever. You will find the people that are meant for you. All you have to do is put yourself in a situation where you can meet those people. You have to put yourself out there because it's going to be a very, very, very long, slow process if you stay in that situation. You have to intentionally do things to get you, even if it's just a tiny little step, to get you to where you want to be. Say even, for example, going to the gym. If you just have your headphones in, head down, and you're not talking to anybody, it's going to be so hard to make friends at the gym. But if you maybe just start smiling at people over time when you go to the gym, maybe then start just saying, hey, or just spark up a conversation when you're in the change rooms with a girl or a guy, whoever is listening to this, maybe be like, oh, I really, I really like your shorts. I really like your top. Or can you show me how to use this? Even just doing that, you can make so many new connections and they don't have to be your best friends. 
they may end up being, but it's just getting you into the habit of putting yourself out there and then it will be so much easier to put yourself out there in bigger ways once you get used to the smaller ways. Like you're coming more comfortable with putting yourself out there. Therefore, you'll be like, oh, I can take the next step. I can do this next. I can do this bigger. I can I can then now go to a community event by myself where I know nobody and maybe I can meet people who are like-minded to me there. Like you got to put yourself out there and the right people will find you, but you can't expect that to happen if you're just in your shell, you're closed, you aren't putting in any effort because you're not going to get there or you're going to get there at a much slower pace than what you would have wanted. So that is number four. Number five, this is such an important one. This is so huge. And this is just to be yourself. Holy shit. We live in a society where so many people are living as a watered down version of themselves because they feel like they can't be their true authentic selves as they don't want to be rejected. They want the people who they're surrounded by to like them. So they, we change ourselves to be someone we're not. And I've spoken about this a lot in my podcast, but high school high school teaches us to be people we are not high school teaches us that popularity matters that we should care what other people think about us that we try and do all this shit because we want to fit in we don't want to be rejected we you know act a certain way we dress a certain way we talk a certain way we do all this shit so we can fit in so we can impress other people and impress other people that we probably actually don't even want to be friends with we just try and do it because we want to fit in we want the popular kids to like us we want that boy to like us so it teaches us it teaches us to be a watered down version of ourselves and change ourselves and that leads us like that that follows us into adulthood well am I even an adult can I even classify myself as an adult when I'm 19 years old I don't know I know by law I am but am I actually an adult (laughs) I don't know but when anyway I'll just I'll roll with it as you head into adulthood it follows you it follows you you still feel like you have to impress people and I feel like if you're If you're still friends with the people you went to high school with because in high school you were forced to be friends with them because you were stuck with them, I feel like for a lot of people, they are still being that watered down version of themselves even if when they're out of high school. I feel like when you find new people, when you branch out, put yourself out there, find people who are alike to you, then you're going to find people who you feel like you can be yourself with because they're like-minded. But... Even even if even if you do find new people, like I just feel like it's so easy to change yourself to be someone you're not just so just so you can impress people. But it's such a negative thing because that means that you're not happy. That means that you can't express who you truly are. Therefore, you're not being true to yourself. You're changing yourself. There's some things about yourself that you're struggling to accept because you're trying to be someone else to impress other people. But I want us all to be in friendships, in relationships, be surrounded by people that we can be our true, most grottiest, most authentic selves with. And there's no shame, no judgment. People love you for you, no matter anything. I just wish that for all of us because I'm in a place right now where I honestly feel like I can be that with the people I'm surrounded by and it's people I've just met as well. Like I've only hung out with a couple of times, which just shows like how 
the right people will find you. You'll get good vibes from people. Therefore, you can automatically, it just clicks. You can be your true self with those people. You don't need to be anybody else. And I just want to emphasize how fucking important it is. If you're in relationships, in friendships, where you feel like you can't be your true self, you know exactly what you have to do. Get up from that table and fucking walk away, okay? Because life is too short to be in a situation where you can't be yourself. So that is number five. Number six, and this is a big one, people are going to do you wrong. That's just life. Sometimes people are just shit, okay? They may not be a shit person, but they do shit things and it sucks. We upset each other. We hurt each other's feelings. We do each other wrong. I'm not saying I'm perfect. Like it happens in every single friendship, every single relationship. But sometimes like there are, there are small things that, you know, you make a mistake. It is what it is. We're all human. But sometimes people do shitty things like on the bigger side of things. And it fucking sucks because you may have maybe really good friends with that person. And they do something big, bad to like that does you wrong. And then it forces you to contemplate the friendship. It forces you to think, well, like, I, you made me feel like shit. I don't actually want to be friends with you anymore. This actually happened to me since I've been up on the Gold Coast, funnily enough. I met a girl and instantly I was like, yeah, she is so nice. Like, I, I feel like I really vibe with her. So then I wanted to go to a waterfall and I invited, invited her on that adventure with me because her house was like on the way. So I was like, I'll just pick you up. Sweet. No worries. We went on the waterfall, went to the waterfall. It was so fun. I had a really good time. And then we hung out again and it was really fun. And then we hung out again and we, and I'm not going to go into detail, but basically she ended up calling me dramatic over something that was not necessary for now I will admit if I fuck up if I am being a bitch I will admit it I think that it's very important to admit it and I've spoken to a lot of my friends about this and I've asked for their opinion I've I've asked like did I do something wrong was I in the wrong and everybody said to me you were not so like this isn't a biased thing but she basically called me dramatic or for something that wasn't even needed it wasn't warranted and I feel like if it was joke like jokingly oh you're being so dramatic like I would think it was funny if it was one of my really close friends saying that to me jokingly I'd be like yeah whatever like I would say it to you as well like it's a joke it's a bit of banter but because I hadn't I didn't really know her and she said it to me so seriously I was like yeah you know what you're actually not my person you're not my person if you can just straight up say to someone that they're being dramatic in like a really serious kind of like a rude way then you're not for me because I would never ever ever say that to somebody I didn't even really know that I had just kind of met I would never say that to somebody so the fact that like she said it to me I was a little bit I was a little bit upset about it not gonna lie I was a little bit like oh shit I actually don't really want to be friends with you to be honest with you and again it's okay to put yourself first. After we saw each other that day and she said that to me, we haven't really spoken since. So I don't really know how she feels like on her part. I don't know. I don't really know. But on my part, like I, I knew that I didn't really want to be friends with her. So if like we, she reached out to me, I would just kind of like back away. And because I just didn't want to be surrounded by her. She made me feel shit about myself. She made me feel like I wasn't good enough and just like a piece of shit basically. 
So I knew that she, I didn't want her in my life. I didn't want to spend my time with her. But it's just so, like, it's, it's so important to know that people are going to do you wrong. It's just a part of life. People are going to be mean to you. People are going to fuck up. They're going to be a bitch to you. They're going to be a dickhead to you. They're going to do you wrong. But it's how you can bounce back from that. Look at the friendship. Is it something that is like reoccurring a lot? Is it something that's happening a lot? Or is this just a one-time thing and it's something that, oh, you know, it was a mistake so we can move on from that? Or is it happening over and over and over again and therefore you're constantly feeling shit about yourself? Like, you got to look at the friendship and realize that is this friendship actually something that you value? Are they making me feel like shit? But people are going to do you wrong. They're going to say things that upset you. It's just about bouncing back. It's just about resilience. It's about putting yourself first, doing what is best for you. Because when people do you wrong, you can recover from it. Like I said, everybody makes mistakes, but it's just like, do you want to keep this person in your life if they keep doing you wrong? You just have to look at it. You have to look at the bigger picture, not just that one thing. Have they done it before? Are they not learning from their lessons? If that makes sense. But moral of the story is sometimes people are are shit, all right? Sometimes people are shit, but that's just life. And there's not really a lot you can do about it other than put yourself first. And I guess sometimes you, all you can do is just forgive them, if that makes sense. So that is number six. And then number seven, lucky last, I've got, and this is something that I feel like is repeated so much about friendships in just in general. I feel like everybody has heard this at some point in their life, but it's quality over quantity when it comes to friendships, relationships, whatever it may be. When I was in high school, like I said, I had a lot of people around me and like, I guess, well, I guess that they were my friends, but they weren't really my true friends, if that makes sense. So I had quantity friends around me and I, I would, but I would look at other people, like I would look at the popular people and like even my ex at the time and they had, like they were just friends with everybody. They spoke to everybody and that made me feel like kind of like discouraged, kind of you know, inadequate because I was like, well, you're never going to be alone. You have people around you all the time. You have people in every single class. So you're never going to have that awkward feeling where you just have to sit by yourself. You're all, you're going to be alone. Like you're always going to have people at like recess and lunch. If people have to, if they're sick and they stay at home, if they have commitments they have to do, you're always going to have someone. And I would look at those people and I would kind of be envious of them. And it made me feel like I was a bit inadequate. But then coming out of high school and now being up here, I'm like, holy shit, it is quantity is not, is not it. It is so much more important to have people in your life that make you feel alive, make you feel inspired, make you feel like you're a good person, make you feel like you can achieve your goals. And if that's only two people, then take the two people and leave all the other people that make you feel like shit, make you feel just like you're not good enough. I would much prefer to have one friend than a, and like one really, really, really good friend who I love so much makes me feel like I'm on top of the world than have a hundred friends who make me feel just meh. I would much prefer to have people I can actually be myself around, actually connect with on a deeper level, be like-minded to. I would much prefer to have a couple of those than a lot of people who I don't really connect with, who are just there because... I don't know why, basically. But just look at your friendship situation. Think about it. What What are you surrounded by? Are you surrounded by 
quality or are you surrounded by quantity? Because trust me, when you get to a situation where you're surrounded by quality people, your life will drastically change. You are influenced by the people around you. So when you surround yourself by people who motivate you, make you feel like you're good enough, make you feel like you're like a fucking awesome person, you'll then project that positive energy. But if you're surrounded by people who make you feel kind of shit, make you feel meh, make you feel like, you know, unmotivate you, don't really align to you, then you're going to radiate that meh energy. You're going to radiate the kind of negative energy. You're going to be in your shell a bit more. You're going to not really, you're going to be a little bit more insecure. So it just shows the difference that it can make. But when you surround yourself with positive people, then you're going to project that positive energy. It's just so important to make sure that you're surrounding yourself with quality people over quantity. So that is all I have. The seven tips, life lessons that I've learned when it comes to friendships, whatever you want to call it. You know what? I tell myself every single, well, not tell myself, but I'm like every single episode, I'm like, oh, I actually won't, I won't talk for that long. Maybe like this one will be a short one. And it always ends up being like, 50 minutes. I don't know how I end up talking for so long, but I love it. I just ramble and it's just, I just love it. I love it. I hope you guys love it as much as I do. It's just so funny to me. Like I've gone through all, all of the big topics when it comes to like my depression and social anxiety and body image. And I thought that once I talked about those, like it would kind of drop down a little bit, but it hasn't. It's just, I have so much to say. I'm no, no regrets. So I love it. I love doing it so much. So Anyway, that is all the friendship topic for today summed up. Basically, just how to uncomplicate friendships. They don't have to be as hard as we make it out to seem. doesn't have to be as complicated. We can normalize stuff, make it, make it okay to want to put yourself first, make it okay to drift away from people and believe in the concept that the right people will find you because honestly, it will happen. So I hope that you guys got something out of today's episode. I hope that I inspired you to take a look at your friendship. I inspired like for the, like the people around you. I inspired you to maybe get out of your comfort zone and try and meet some more new people. I inspired you to, I don't know, put yourself first if you're in a friendship that is making you feel like shit. Hopefully I benefited you in some way or even just validated your feelings because I think that having your feelings validated is such a like, a positive thing it really helps you out makes you feel like you're not alone in this world so hopefully I did something like that for you guys I definitely need a drink of water the throat is getting a little bit a little bit parched but yeah that is basically all I have for today to be honest with you all I am very much looking forward to Wednesday's episode but in the meantime, if you guys want to check out the Instagram, it's at Let's Peel and Heal. Stay up to date with the pod. I post all good shit on there, motivational stuff that you definitely don't want to miss out on. And if you are interested in my Europe trip, then definitely head to my TikTok. It's Jess with four S's dot hill. I am posting my whole journey on my TikTok. And if you want more visual stuff, then that is the place to go. And if you want to see what I... Oh, Jesus. If you want to see what I actually look like, then you can go head over there. Also, BT Dubs, if you want to review, rate, review, whatever you call it, this episode, podcast, yeah, that would be great. I feel like I feel like I'm not very good with promos. I just keep stuffing them all in there. But you get what I mean. It's all this shit that you hear at the end of every single episode, every single podcast episode. 
on everybody's episodes, you know, follow, subscribe, rate, review, but be sure to do that. Okay, review my podcast. It would help me so much because then I can actually know if you enjoy listening to me ramble or if I'm just doing it for, I don't even know why. Anyway, guys, that is all I have for today. Thank you guys all so much for listening to today's episode. I thought, well, not I thought, I hope that you're all having a wonderful Monday. If you're not listening to this on a Monday, that's so fine. I hope you guys are having a great day and I will see you guys all in the next episode. I love you all so much. Farewell.